Hello and welcome to the Grassroots Coachcast episode 30. I'm one of your hosts, Dave. And I'm Benjamin. I don't know why I said Benjamin, but there you go. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for another week where we discuss grassroots coaching. The main concept of this podcast is to discuss coaching youth football or soccer at the grassroots level. Ben and I both coach under 11s teams. Ben coaches the boys and I coach the girls. Each week we'll look to choose a different topic to cover and discuss our experiences, both good and bad, and any advice we may have. Ultimately, we're looking to get this content out there and hopefully help out other people who are coaching grassroots football. And if you do enjoy the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts or your podcast catcher of choice and drop us a five-star review. This really helps us grow the show and gets us out to other listeners. So Ben, how's it been going? The weather's been a bit of a killer, hasn't it, in recent yeah, weeks? Yeah, would it surprise you if I started this show by saying we had our game cancelled? <laughs> would it shock you <laughs> would it shock me we should have a another um episode which is all about like <clears throat> stuff to do when you're all kitted <laughs> up ready to go and then I, get the call <laughs> i didn't even get kitted up i just knew um yeah that's that's game number five and it's not even christmas so when did you um when did you get the call when did you find out well we had the we had our bi-weekly storm which we always have on a saturday at the moment so it was the writing's pretty much on the wall as soon as that kicks in. Um, it was just a bit of a nightmare week because my, my original opposition cancelled on the Monday. So I sort of frantically tried to get another game uh, arranged, which I did. Then they cancelled on Saturday morning. So, and before that, one of our other teams had messaged me saying, oh, my opposition's cancelled. Because I had asked him if he wanted a friendly before I'd have rearranged our game. And I said, oh, no, we've got a game. And about an hour later, my team cancelled. So I contacted him back and said, look, do you want to play a friendly? So we, we agreed we would. Then Saturday, late, early evening, the club messaged me saying the pitch we were due to play on has been cancelled. But the other the other venue we play at was on. So I was like, okay, fine. So we had to, again, rearrange the time and message each other, you know, the parents going to be fine, yeah. So it was all fine. And then I think Sunday morning, about seven o'clock, text came through, games are off. I was just like, oh my God, what a <laughs> surprise. So uh, yeah, it was destined. We were just destined not to play this week with everything that went on. So um, it's frustrating because we, I think we've played one game in, well, it will be, nearly six weeks by the time we get back assuming we get decent weather after Christmas so um, we'll have to see that is a big old assumption that that is but especially when you think we've not even had the proper frosty rock hard pitches yet which is bound to kick in at some point so it's it's not great it's not great missing so many games but what can you do you know the weather's bad it's just the way it is isn't it well it is right now but again I I feel myself getting more and more onto the bandwagon that you know we meet we need more 3g and 4g pitches um you know i don't remember last year that it it being so bad in terms of rain it was more 
called off, you know, games were called off with frozen pitches and, too, and whatever. It was too cold, yeah, absolutely. We, I don't think we lost a single game because of rain last year. It was literally every, it, we just had that cold snap, didn't we? And every weekend it was just too cold. Whereas this year, it's yeah. just literally rain. It's, and it's just been, the bizarre thing is, every pretty much every time we've lost the game, it's rained horrendously Saturday. And you wake up Sunday, the sun's out, blue sky, it's quite mild, perfect to play. But of course, the, they've taken the call that you can't play. So, um, yeah, it's really frustrating, yeah. really frustrating. But it is what it is. I'm not going to go on about a 3G run because everybody knows that that's, that should happen. But, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe Jose yeah. can give us some of his payoff and buy some 3G <laughs> pitches. Yeah, well, maybe he'll get to watch a bit more grassroots football for over the next few weeks. He always maybe. seems to manage to get Christmas off, doesn't he? But um, yeah, he does. Did the girls play Saturday? Yeah, so so we lost, and unfortunately, though, um, one of the girls on the opposition team broke her ankle. So oh, um, it's not uh, it's really not ever nice, you know. It's not it's not nice when it happens to adults. Was it? Tackle, you know, it tackle makes or? it sort of. Uh, it just fell awkwardly. Time, no one realised she'd, she'd actually broken it. So it was only after the game we found out it, it was actually broken. At, at the time, it just looked like a sprain. But um, obviously, uh, best wishes to her and, and anyone else, of course, who's who's um, been injured out there. It's uh, it's not a nice part of the game. So Ben, do you want to give us a, a message from our sponsor? So today's episode is sponsored by Studio. They do real high-quality headphones. So if you're after a pair of headphones, um, really can't recommend these enough. Myself and Dave have both got a pair. They're wireless. Um, they use Bluetooth to connect up. The sound is fantastic. If you head over to their website, www.studio.com, um, there is a discount code that you can use uh, as one of our listeners, which is Grassroots Coachcast, all one word. And if you put that in, you'll get 15% off. Um, so get over there and give those a try if you're after a new pair. They really are fantastic. Uh, they're on social media at Studio Sweden, uh, hashtag Studio, hashtag Studio Moments. So um, yeah, give that a try. And just in case you're wondering, for those music lovers out there, the uh, Studio reference, it is related to Phil Collins, that song. So there is a little tie in there. Um, so five points if you got that right. Excellent, excellent. Well, cheers for that, Ben. And today's episode, we're going to talk about player apathy. Yes. So one of our listeners emailed in and was asking about uh, what our experience is, what we thought about that. Again, we're not going to name names, go into specifics, but we thought we'd tackle this as a broad subject. So I guess first question, Ben, have, have you experienced any of that kind of – and in fact – let me put a little bit more context in it. So in this particular scenario, this isn't just about uh, one boy or one girl, you know, just having a bit of an off day and not really being up for it. Uh, this is, you know, consistently you have some of the players who just aren't interested seemingly in football at all. Um, but being pushed on and, and spurred on and, consistently brought by uh parents so have you have you had any experience with that um not in my current team no um i think there's probably one there's one, one or two who look like sometimes they've not been pushed into it but that they'd seem a little bit less into it than others um i think we discussed one of them 
the other week about you know the not passing thing. Um, and I, I don't know. I, sometimes he doesn't seem to enjoy his football that much. To me, he doesn't play with a smile on his face, and I probably mentioned that the other week. But I don't know if he's. I wouldn't say he's um, been pushed into it. I think he's. I think he's got quite a demanding parent who puts a bit of pressure on him and co- and also coaches him to play in a certain way. Um, and I think I, I sometimes see that in how he maybe conducts himself and how he's, he is on the pitch and how he is socially. But I don't think I've got anybody who generally doesn't like the game. I think they all love playing. And if anything, you know, when they're not on the pitch, you know, they're just mithering me constantly to get back on the pitch. So I don't, I don't really see that. I think when I had, when I coached the Little League team, I probably had definitely a couple that you could tell. I mean, I, mean, I had one kid and I can probably talk about it a bit more openly because it's a few years ago and I don't know where he is now or whatever. <laughs> I, think he still, I think he still plays down there. And you could his dad used to play down there. So it's like, you know, years and years ago, there's a sort of link there. And he brought, he brought this lad down and how can I be polite? Um, put, it, put it this way, when we used to play a match, he would sometimes run in the wrong direction with the ball and shoot towards our goal. <laughs> and you're kind of like, what, what, what are you doing? <laughs> What's going on? Um, and you could tell he, he he was very, very apathetic. Is that a word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that plural of apathy? I don't know. Anyway, yeah, you could, you could tell he was not really into football. It was pretty clear. And he'd sort of turn up in his Chelsea kit and... You know, you could just you could just see the dad was so enthusiastic, and just the lad was not at all. Um, he ended up going in goal for us actually, and he wasn't bad in goal. But as an outfield player, he was—I don't like to be disparaging about anybody—but he was absolutely shocking. Um, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, that, you could just so, so that's pretty bad. extreme, isn't it? You know, shooting. I've seen that on uh, when you're playing a bit of FIFA. <laughs> You know, uh, uh, when your mates have just had enough and they go beat, like, you know, and they start shooting the wrong way just because they, they know they've lost the game. But yeah. I, I can't say I've ever seen that where a player's done it. I mean, is that is that when they're just annoyed or what, when did that used way? to happen? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I've never seen anything like it. I can't even... It wasn't... You've got to understand, it wasn't because he was angry or he... He was being rebellious. He just, he just was confused. He just didn't understand the game. That, that's the only way I can describe right, it. Okay, it, okay, it would happen okay. quite a lot. He would, you know, he'd get the ball and he'd be running in the wrong direction. He'd smash it towards our goal, and you're like, <laughs> "What are you doing?" He just lost his bearings <laughs> yeah, a bit. So. Absolutely, yeah. Just, just no concept of how the game works. You know, just, you know, when we, when you're training and whatever, he's just literally standing around and maybe he doesn't run anywhere and. And it was almost, I remember saying to people, I said, if that was my lad, I'd be having, I, would, I wouldn't even dream of putting him in that situation or I would at least have an arm around the shoulder and go, hey, son, you know, should we go and try playing cricket or something? <laughs> you know, just because it's just so obvious. But I mean, I could have it all wrong and he, would, he could have been massively into football and just didn't know how to play. I, go, I, I don't know, but um, that's, that's, that's not the same as, probably what you're thinking of in terms of, you, you know, I've got in my head people who turn up to training looking pretty miserable. They don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. 
they're going through the motions. You can see the dads, yeah, come on, yeah, you know, I've not really had that. I think I've we've sort of gone over pushy parents and seen pushy parents and stuff, which is, is that's possibly slightly. I've I've got definitely a couple of those, and that's probably a slightly different thing in terms of pushing them a bit too hard. But I don't think there's anybody who doesn't want to be there. Um, what about you? Is, have you seen that in the girls' team at all? I, so I have. Um, but just before I get onto that, I will tell you, you know what you're saying about just getting confused? Because when I was talking about the FIFA example, I was I was talking about someone, you know, actually trying to shoot the wrong way and just yep. having had enough. But it sounds like this isn't the case and they, they just no. got a bit confused. And, and uh, I thought back to... Years ago, now I played like a six-a-side tournament up in up in Blackburn, and it was it was with like work colleagues and stuff. And so you got varying uh, levels of experience of playing, and you know uh, varying levels of fitness as well. And we actually did did all right, um, but one of the, one of the lads who, who wasn't in the first six, let's say came on and it, it was it was the old 3g pitches and you know in in the jjb sort of stadiums uh where you've got the um kind of advertising boards around the outside and stuff mm. and uh he passed to one of the players on the uh, on the advertising board that's <laughs> <laughs> genius i was just uh, you know it was one of those definite face palm moments where you're like oh i can't believe this (laughs) are we still in this game but um but yeah so that was good um yeah so actually i don't know if you remember but in the in the summer we were doing this wildcats uh event over a series of weeks and and uh, you know it was all designed to get more girls into football and and a lot of the training sessions were um geared towards you know lowering the bar uh, if you like and and making the thing making their practices and that more fun but it was obvious you know some of the some of the girls didn't really kind of want to be there um quite often you know if a girl really doesn't want to be there seems to be a magnet you know for the uh for the ball to smack them in the face and just solidify the fact they don't want to be there even more um (laughs) so there is that there is that case but actually more closer to home i mean you know so my daughter she plays and she plays regularly now and there's no question about you know when training some time comes around when a match day comes around there's no question it's just a case of get your stuff on and, and go but there's been a couple of times where she's just not been interested at all and just lost all enthusiasm and so especially when you have to get up early on a on a saturday or a sunday and it's like oh i don't want to do it and it, it's like well in, in fact so so one time so going back a, a few years now but but she wanted to quit, so it's like, well, you know, if you if you don't want to do it, don't do it then. And then she wants, so she quit, and then, but then she had a a real passion to get back involved with it again. Mm. So we had a talk, and I said, well, look, if you want to do it and you want to sign up again, I'll support you. But you sign up for it again, 
and you are doing it. And when you lose your enthusiasm for it and you don't want to do it, I'm still going to drag you out there because you signed up yeah, for, for the season. So you're going, yeah, 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 I won't do it. And sure enough, you know, we go through a few difficult days where she doesn't want to do it. And it's like, nope, you've said you were going to do it. I said we'd have this conversation. And so now you're going. I totally agree with that as well. We've always said that as well. If we signed our kids up, we wouldn't let them stop doing it. They'd have to do it because it's almost like a contractual obligation, especially when you fought out the money to do it as well. Yeah, and I, you know, personally, I just think it's um, it's part of a life lesson as well. You know, you can't just going to go a bit David Brent here, willy nilly, sort of sign up for things and and you know let yourself down, let your teammates yeah. down. I, I yeah. think if you're going to make a commitment, you've got to stick to it. Um, and and again, it's just for that season. If you get to the close season and, and don't want to do it anymore, okay. But that, choose, choose something with, else. Yeah, I had that with my little league team. So we won the league in the cup. Then the next year, the goalkeeper signed up, paid all the money. Then right, literally the weekend the season started, he decided he didn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> I was I was absolutely furious, and his parents yeah, yeah. His parents just accepted it, and yeah, yeah it's fine. Doesn't want to do it. It's like why let the whole team know? He didn't have a goalkeeper all season because he he bailed out. Yeah, yeah, really, 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 really poor. Yeah, you know. But if that was us, we'd have we'd have made them do it. Would we wouldn't have said? Oh yeah, if if, if it's it's fine, it's fine. absolutely, yeah, don't, do it. don't don't worry that you're letting everybody else down. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's, I I think it's important that you know again. That, Part of it is is teaching young people, you know, lessons for the for the future. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but also, I mean, my my little lad. So so he's actually stopped playing this summer. So again, he's he's quit before. Um, he's not quite honestly. He's not very good <laughs> at all. You know, he probably gets that from me. <laughs> um, but you know, he he wanted to do it. You know, in fact, when he dropped out, he was only playing with his cousin that, you know, he, he seemed to get an enthusiasm for it again. So he played all last season, um, didn't really he improved, but not he's not at the level that the other lads are at. Yeah. And so, you know, probably probably about, you know, January, February times, so I don't want to do it. It's like, well, no, same again. So you've signed up for it for this season. You're going to carry on going every week. And then when we get to the summer, if you don't want to do it, okay, then we'll we'll discuss it then. Yep. So he didn't want to do it. And funnily enough, I mean, we're in December now. He's booting the ball around the house and he, he wants to do it again. I'm like, oh, come on, <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so I'll have a word with the, with the coaches and say, you know, can he come down a few times, you know, and just, just down to training or something and uh, uh, see how we go. But um, again, if he signs up again, he, he's <laughs> going to be, he's going to be doing it every week till the summer. So, so we'll yeah. see. Uh, as a, as a thing, as a, as a parent sort of force it, I'll use the word force, forcing your kids to do something where they're clearly a not suited, be uncomfortable, see not enjoying it. I really don't understand it. I, I really don't get it at all. Uh, and I can only think it's because, you know, some people love the game so much 
and they, they're sort of trying to live their dreams through their kids and they push them into it. Um, but it doesn't benefit anybody. It's just, it's just a weird thing. You know, it, I guess ultimately your teammates get fed up because they see somebody who doesn't want to be there and that place in the squad or team could be taken up by somebody else who does want to be there. The other parents get exasperated because they see somebody who, say for the same reason, the coach gets exasperated. Um, it's, it's like my X factor analogy again, which I'll have thrown in there, but it's like these people just, they're just oblivious to what's going on. So these parents are probably looking, going, oh, he's really enjoying it. I think it's great, isn't it? You know, and then everybody else is thinking, what has he brought this kid down for? Why is, that, why is he making him do this? Yeah, um, I just don't. I don't understand it. I really don't. I think you know there is a, a bit of that, isn't there? That you know, if the parent really enjoys football, has a little lad, you know, so there's no question. Some dads, right? As soon as they've got a little boy, you know, they're in the maternity ward and they've got a little, oh, yeah, little jersey for the them. So yeah. Yeah. all they're thinking about is you know, as soon as they can walk. You know, getting a ball, yeah. you know, in front of them, and and they're thinking about, you know, taking them down to football, and, uh, yeah. and unfortunately, you know, you you can't force a kid to like something. No, you can't. So, I I can see how people can fall into that trap, but, but you know, my sort of mentality or or my mindset to it has always been, well, you know, I'm not going to force force any of the kids into something they don't want to do but with the caveat that if they say they're going to do it and then they make a commitment to it they they have to see it through yeah and i kind of think we you know again that, that's kind of a side scenario because i i kind of think you know so some kids are just obsessed about certain hobbies aren't they quite a lot of young boys are obsessed with football. So regardless of whether they, they've signed up to a team, you know, at school, they're kicking a ball around, kicking socks around the house and uh, all that sort of stuff. So, you know, there, there are boys like that. There are girls like that, but a lot of them, I think at some point, their enthusiasm for something will waver. Hmm. And so for me, I, I just think that that's why it's important, you know, to teach them that lesson that, you know, when you make a commitment, you got to see it through. Yep. But I mean, what, what would you do if, if you were coaching a kid like that? So you could see they're not enjoying this at all. Mm. Dad is shouting or mum is shouting from the sidelines, you know, Hey, come on. <laughs> really getting into it. And it's very, very clear. The kid's got no interest at all. Yeah. Um, oh, it's tough, isn't it? I, I think, you, I think in some ways you haven't really got, I mean, for me, you, you kind of haven't really got a choice in terms of that, you know, if they've paid the fees and, made the commitment, it's, it's very difficult to turn around and say, oh, I don't want you in the team. I mean, it's hard, isn't it? Because I probably, I would probably not have picked that kid from a trial or if I was one I was putting the team together. But if, if, if let's say somebody's form and interest just massively went down the pan, I'd probably have to have a word with them and say, look, what, what's going on? You know, I've noticed your, I've noticed you don't seem to be enjoying yourself and, you know, try and get to the, try and speak to them first. And then 
away from the parent and just try and find out what's what they're thinking because obviously when the parents there they're going to be saying yeah, yeah I really enjoy it whatever so just have that chat probably initially and just find out you know why why is your form suffering why are you not enjoying it why do you not seem to be mixing as well all those things and then obviously if they turn around and say yeah I don't I'm not really enjoying it I don't really want to come anymore then you've got you've that's when you've got to have a chat with the parents and say look you know he's not enjoying it he's told me he's not enjoying it what what's what do we do about this what what do you think the solution is because you can't just let that go on can you you just can't because it's going to impact everybody else so i think you do have to have that conversation as difficult as it might be um and then you know if the, if the dad's going no no no, he does enjoy it then that's when it gets difficult isn't it and i don't know what i don't know what options you've got left then really um yeah i guess just when it's a match day playing for the <laughs> The minimum half that they're allowed that they're supposed to play, and that's that deals with that. But in training, you've just got to try and I don't know. You'd expect them to to try and train, and you can't have somebody who's just there not trying. And it, it'd be, it, I mean, I would personally speak to the parent and say, "Look, if he's going to come down and he's just going to mope around, I'm just going to ask you not to bring him because it's not fair on everybody else. It's not fair on him." It's not fair on the team. It's not fair on me. It's not fair on, well, I won't say it's not fair on the parents because they obviously won in there. But I think you've got to have that discussion because you just get too exasperated by the situation and you'd have to confront it because I know I would. Um, you know, I had one of my lads, not this week, just gone the week before, who just basically didn't put any effort in in training for the whole session. And I got really wound up by it. Um, and he put, you know, he pulled his finger out this week and he was really good. But, if that happens again, I will speak to him about it and say, look, what's going on? You can't you can't come down here when we've only got an hour and 15 minutes together. You've got to be really on it. You can't let everybody else see that you're sulking or not trying. It's just not, it's not acceptable. So yeah, I think you've got to you've got to have that conversation. Presume you'd do that though, wouldn't you? Well, I I'm just trying to think, would I? I mean, I so I would probably have a slightly different tack. I mean, that's if it's persistent, you know, and it, it goes on over a long period of time, at some point, you would probably want to have a, a conversation with that parent. But, I mean, that, that'd that be a difficult conversation, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think it would. You know, so, in fact, before we come to, to how I'd handle that, I think I've said to you before that actually when I, when I had a when I reflected on a lot of the sessions that I was running, I was, I was running sessions like I'd been coached, you know, quite a lot of drills, you know, followed by, you know, some competitive matches and, you know, trying to coach during the game of, of those matches. And I guess, that, you know, the matches are fine. Those are the fun bits. But when I looked at it and thought, I thought, you know what, the drills, they're pretty, you know, they're pretty dull, really, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're dribbling round cones and stuff, and and so you know, I guess the the biggest impact is to try and make those sessions fun. Yeah. So what whatever it is, so and not always not always stuff with the ball, you know. Um, depending on the ages, you know, sometimes you're working on fundamental body movements, you know, but incorporating some of those little games where they, you know, it doesn't feel like football. It just feels like, you know, I do a little game where, you know, it's essentially tick and they need to run through the gates and, you know, you, you, 
in doing that and trying to emphasize, you know, defending and jockeying. So, you know, the, the attackers trying to just run through a gate or a couple of gates, if you're trying to make it more difficult for the defender and they yeah. just need to stand them up and, uh, you know, there's no ball involved. Now that's just a bit of a fun game. So, you know, and getting, uh, the people who aren't enthused about football in, involved in activities like that, I think, you know, more often than not, um, I've been able to get them to have some kind of fun. Yeah. Um, but I, it would have to go on for a while before I would have the conversation with the player. I think, you know, I'd, I'd still, my, my first approach would be, you know, I'd, I'd be questioning myself, you know, if they're still not enjoying it, it's like, well, probably my sessions aren't, aren't fun enough, mm. you know, um, but then, yeah, I would, I would probably ask open questions to the parent, maybe, you know, just, well, how, how do you think, you know, little Johnny, uh, how do you think he enjoys it? Mm. You know, and just see what they say. And then, so, yeah, I'd, I'd probably do that, I think. And then if it, if it did go on and on and on, then I'd probably be... I'd probably change tactics from less open questions to more kind of suggesting, you know, it doesn't really seem to me like they're enjoying it, to be honest. Yeah. But it, that, that will be over a long period of weeks, but uh, not even weeks, months. Cool. You're a patient coach. Well, again, if you think about you, you have these kids for an hour, you know, some of the, some of the sessions you put on are more fun than others. Uh, they're not all with the ball. And so, again, what, what you're talking about is, you know, selecting players from trials and stuff. So probably I don't think the scenario that this this uh, listener is actually talking about is is like that. Because, no. like you say, someone like that wouldn't wouldn't get through trials. This no. probably a team like mine where, you know, if they, if they sign up for the year, then they'll get in the team. If... Yep. We have more players that, that will fill up two teams. Okay, we'll, we'll spin up another team. Yeah. So I, I think it's more about, you know, the not the pushy parents, but, you know, the, the parents are obviously very enthusiastic for them to, to be on a football team, but, but the kid's really not interested. I would still be trying to spark that interest. And, and I think the, the reason I say that as well is I, I got to about, 10 years old, I think, before I, I had any interest in football. And then it was probably a, a probably a couple more years before I truly became obsessed with it. <laughs> Up until 10, though, I had no interest in football whatsoever. No, I was the same. I, I just couldn't understand why anyone would, would be into it at all. And so I kind of think, and, and that's why, you know, so, so my son now is, is younger than that. And that's why, I, you know, again, if he has an interest in it, then, then great. I'll nurture that. But actually, I'm, if he's, if he's similar to my journey, he's still a couple of, away, <laughs> a couple of years away from, uh, from really catching the bug, you know? Yeah. No, that's interesting. So you you'd be you'd be more in the in the weeks sort of time range, would you? Um, 
Not necessarily. I think, you're like you said, it depends how long it's been going on for. And you don't know if there's an underlying cause or you probably, yeah, you probably have got to be a bit more patient, to be fair, because it could be, you know, there could be any number of reasons. There could be something going on at home you don't know about. They could be having a difficult time at school. You know, you've got to factor all that stuff in as well. But, um, yeah, it's, it's hard to say, isn't it? It's hard to say. I think you're probably right. It probably needs to be longer than a period of weeks. But at the same time, if it if it degenerates massively over that time to the point that it's just coming along and just standing there and doing nothing and just moping around, then I, th- I think you I don't know if you can give it a longer period than that. It just it depends. Every scenario is different, I suppose. But yeah, there's no there's no easy answer. No, but like you say, I say, it's down to the individual coach. It's it's down to you. I think the age. Has a, has a lot to do with it as well. Obviously, the younger kids, you know, you'd expect them to, to have varying levels of, of interest. Yeah. Um, but definitely keep the keep the practices more fun for me. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not always about working with the ball as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, sort of, I'd always be, it, it would take a long time, I think, for me to stop trying to spark that. Mm. that interest and that enthusiasm yeah you know I know what you're saying yeah it's 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 hard isn't it when you've only got you've got such a small amount of time with a team each week and you've got to try and focus your energy around the whole squad and you know these issues do need dealing with and that's part of the job I suppose but yeah it's really it is difficult um, hopefully I won't have to deal with it but you, you know like you said going into secondary school next year the kids things are going to be changing and you know it, it may be they get fed up of football if they want to stay and they carry on and they get fed up you don't you don't know what's going to happen it's quite a big time of change going into sort of the age we're going into so yeah it's going to be interesting I'm sure I'll throw up some some challenges yeah yeah so and if anyone else has got a different approach then feel free to email us in and uh you know we can we can discuss that but yeah i think that's that's certainly where we're coming from so where can people get hold of us ben they can get hold of us on the email so if you want to drop us an email the email address is grassrootscoachcast at gmail.com uh you can contact us on twitter at grootscoachcast so drop us a line anything anything on that or anything else um, that you you, know, you think we could discuss or you know, anything you want to hear from us, um, yeah, please get in touch. We've had some really good feedback and contact from different coaches already and it's I personally find it really helpful to read other people's experiences and exchange dialogue and just talk about different scenarios that that are quite common, it seems, from listening to other, other coaches. So it's kind of nice to know that there's plenty of issues out there and it's not just myself and Dave fretting about them. Yeah. that's the overriding theme isn't it a lot of the emails that come in it's like it's it's great to just hear you know us struggling with these things because you know no one ever writes in actually and says oh cheers for all the advice lads you've got it all nailed (laughs) it's always like it's good to see you struggling with this as well i kind of don't (laughs) want to hear those emails because it's kind of good to know that you know everybody else has got their own little things going on that they've got to deal with and 
you know, I would think probably 90% of coaches have. It'd be, I'm sure there's not many coaches and teams that everything's just smooth sailing. So, um, yeah, all good. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Have you got any plugs for us, Ben? So the Chat Footy podcast, which is, I think we're going to do another episode in a bit, aren't we? Um, which is uh, myself and Dave, uh, big Liverpool fans. Um, it's kind of a, what would you call it? A podcast off between us and our good friend Chris from the Comics in Motion podcast that who Dave records that podcast with. He's a Man United fan, so obviously this week has been uh, quite interesting. So Chris has had his thoughts on the uh, At Chat Footy podcast. Um, we're going to record our response to him, uh, which is very pro-Liverpool. So yeah, give that a listen. It's really good fun. Um, the, yeah, what's the, what's the address? I'll forget the, the name of that one. So, Chatfooty is a Twitter account. At Chatfooty on Twitter and chatfootypodcast at gmail.com if you That's want to email us. That's the one. But yeah, give it a listen. It's good fun. And uh, if you if you don't like swearing, you might want to give it a swerve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another plug I'll go ahead and give is for the Comics in Motion podcast. So that's where Chris, who, who uh, Ben just mentioned, will talk about uh, media that's based on move on comic books, so like movies, TV shows, and games. And we actually hit our fiftieth episode, so we released that a couple of days ago. Yeah, and uh, so we made it a musical. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Which uh, something a little bit different um, and a little bit of fun. Uh, and this is, uh, well, it's just me and Chris making idiots of ourselves, quite honestly. <laughs> a bit like this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but even more so with, with singing. So, I mean, we're on 30 now, Ben. So, uh, well, so you know. Something special with a 20, well, we 20, we, the... 20 episodes away. <laughs> I could sing in my Glaswegian accent that I did the other week. Yeah, yeah. Go let up, go let up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I see we need a, we need some more iTunes reviews that we can, or Apple Podcast reviews that we can read out, so uh, in silly accents. Yeah, send those in. <laughs> Very good. All right, well, thanks for listening, and we'll be back again this time next week. Cheers. Thanks, guys. <laughs>